your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the Locked On NHL Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Chris Maselli from Locked On Avalanche. He is mixtape Adam Denky Denker from the Locked On Lightning show. Uh, it is uh, Power Ranking Thursday, and we will get to all of that good stuff. But uh, some some breaking action as we're right before we're recording this. And if you're first of all, if you're wondering why we're laughing, um, check out the, uh, the the YouTube version of the show right now <laughs> because um, yeah, it's it's fun. Anyway, um, yeah, so, some some milestones being set in the NHL right before we uh, hit the record button. And uh, what might they be? So we first actually two of them coming from the same game tonight. We got OV tying former Lightning captain Dave Andrew Truck for all time in power play goals at 274. Uh, OV's, wow. as we all know, OV's having an insane year. It doesn't look like he might, he's on pace to score like 65 goals right now. It's insane. And, and mm. On the other side of that, we got Patrick Kane becoming the fifth active player to reach a 700 assist mark, joining Joe Thornton, Sidney Crosby, Nicholas Backstrom, and Ryan Getzlaff. I didn't, I mean, no, and that's in the same game, which is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're, you're there watching that game, you're seeing history uh, two times over. <clears throat> a lot of uh, history making stuff going on just in sports, even with uh, Steph Curry doing his three-point thing at msg the other day yeah so which is good to see you don't see a lot of like uh records being broken you know in, in sports right now so it's it's nice to get these things every once in a while well have you ever seen a broken uh, a, a record broken in person um <clears throat> i mean nothing is standing out at the top of my head so i, I would say no it, it, if it, if there was something that i witnessed i would probably have remembered it so nothing mm. that's uh <clears throat> that's jumping out at me. I think I, I don't know if this counts. I saw Har um, Mark McGuire pass Harmon Killebrew for whatever spot on the all time home runs list mm -hmm. uh, years ago. So I guess that was cool, but I mean, obviously everything we know now about. Star I was going to say once he passed 30, I don't think that matters anymore. <laughs> once he got past 30 on the list, everything else after that is asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I don't think I have. It's, and that's the cool thing about it. You never know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and even like no hitters in baseball, it's just like you, that can happen any game. And I've never witnessed one of those. That'd be What's more exciting, a no hitter or a hat trick? Because each are almost as equally rare to see. Um, God, that's really good. I don't know. Well, is, is the no hitter a perfect game no hitter? Because that's even more rare. Are we talking about a no hitter by today's MLB standards, where you have seven pitchers pitch and yeah, that's walks. No, 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 no. <laughs> screw that, screw that. No, that, uh, that, that, that doesn't count. Oh, it counts. But if I saw it in person, I'd be like, yeah, I, I kind of saw a no hitter. Yeah, uh, I don't know. A hat trick is fun. A hat trick is good if it's your team. Right. I'll say that. It's the other team. No, I don't want any part of that. I don't know. That's a good question though. So, um, all right. Well, congratulations to those guys. Not that they really need it. You know, they're heading, <laughs> heading straight to Toronto. <clears throat> um, 
But we have some power rankings to get to, sir, and uh, neither one of us were here last week, so we really didn't get to it. Yeah, thanks uh, to Gil from Locked on Islanders for covering absolutely. us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, kind of, he's kind of like our third wheel here. Like we love he's, he's like so. our shadow, our shadow host. Uh, yeah. fills in. So if you're watching on YouTube, let's throw them up on the screen. And uh, if you are not watching on YouTube, I'll kind of read through the top 10. And like we always do, we'll break some stuff down. So the Carolina Panthers, <laughs> Carolina Panthers, wrong sport, dude. Uh, <laughs> the Florida Panthers, remain at number one the washington capitals move up to number two the maple leafs move down to number three the minnesota wild move up to number four the uh carolina hurricanes move down to number five your tampa bay lightning move up to number six the new york rangers move down to number seven Uh, my avalanche move up to number eight the ducks move up to number nine and the Flames round out the top 10 um, at number 10 from number eight. A lot of up and down in that top 10. Yeah. Kind of th- those those teams pretty much remain the same. The rankings have changed between that top 10, but a lot of movement. The only spot that did not move, and you can see it right there, is the, the Florida Panthers. I did not have them. At, this was the first time in a very long time I did not have them uh, when I voted at number one. Um. I put the Maple Leafs at number one for this week. I did too. I, 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 I kind of felt like I had to. I like, and not because you know they they wiped the floor with my Avalanche, but um, I just think they are the most complete team right now. Not to say that Panthers and and the Capitals are not; they're right there too. But I just feel like the the Maple Leafs are are the best team in the league right now. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you. The Leafs have really started to come on in the last couple of weeks. Uh, seven, two, and one. Their last ten on a two-game winning streak. Most points in the league right now, uh, and they're doing all this without Mitch Marner, uh, who just went on injured reserve. So we'll see how long he's out for. But the fact that they're doing are they this saying and, or no? <laughs> um, I think it's upper body. I can't be too sure. I should know this because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, so. But, yeah, I, I think the Maple Leafs are by far the best team in the league right now, and I really am happy. I think you are as well that, you know, we're f- starting to see maybe a shift in terms of, you know, the Panthers are not long for the number one spot on the rankings. You're not sold on them, are you? No, not at all. <clears throat> really? I think this might be a divisional thing as well. I'm a little biased because they are in. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, there may be that. I mean, they, they are a good team. They're very tough, but I feel like. It was, and we kind of spoke about this probably a couple of weeks ago, but really I think it goes back to how is this team going to stack up once the top teams like the Leafs, like the Lightning, who are starting to get together, like your Avalanche, once these top teams who we see are normally at the top of the league, once they get their act together, how is how are the Panthers really going to be able to contend with that? And we're starting to see it now. Well, they they just had a game against the Avs um, that was phenomenal yeah if you have uh espn plus and you can go back and and watch games you know from earlier in the week and you have time go watch that game it it was a knockout prize fight from beginning to end so they i mean panthers hung tough i wasn't expecting them to just roll over like that was a great great hockey game um 
but I, 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 I think they're legit. I think they're for real. I think they have a really good team. Um, I think they could really make a, a strong push straight to the end, if you ask me. <clears throat> but you have good teams in their way. I mean, look at – so let's see. East Coast to West Coast in the top ten. How many East Coast teams you have? You got one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so it's uh, not quite 50-50. So, and then the only uh, West you have are Minnesota, the Avalanche, the Ducks, and the Flames, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, kind of leans towards the East Coast team. So, they have a lot to go through to get to a Stanley Cup final. So, that's where they stand. Um, Did you think that the Flames held on? They, they, I think they've they're hurting because of this COVID stuff going on with them. Uh, should they get dinged for that or are just because the other teams are playing games and, and winning and losing games, it's just natural or they're just going to fall a little bit. I, I think they're going to just fall a little bit. Cause I think a lot of people are probably expecting once they get back to, you know, all their players being off COVID that they're going to struggle a little bit, you know, not being able to play for a, a couple of games. And that's the kind of thing that we saw that last year that affected a lot of teams that were hit by COVID, that they they weren't really able to get it together or they struggled for the most part. Look at what happened at Dallas last year in the beginning of the season. Um, they, they were coming off a Stanley Cup final appearance, and by all accounts, on paper, it looked like they were ready to, to make another deep push into the playoffs. And then they hit COVID and wasn't able to play for two weeks to start the season. And they just ran into a gauntlet of good teams, obviously. Right playing in that that southern division that we had so you know all it takes is something like this to kind of derail a season for a team and maybe on the other side of that also maybe all it takes is something like this to get a team to maybe just decompress for a week or so and maybe turn things around so you really don't know i mean we we can't really say for sure yet what kind of effect this is going to have on the flames yeah because it'd be interesting to see how they come back because going into these canceled games they had lost four in a row so when they do come back, are they going to be pressing too much for for you know uh, multiple reasons? Just because they're back out playing again and they want to just you know yeah. go go go, or are they going to press too much? They lost four in a row. They want to get back in a win column as much. They're going to be an interesting team to watch. Uh, the team that is above them in our power rankings and above them in the Pacific, the number one Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim moved up from number twelve last week to number nine, so back into the top ten for the Ducks. Is this team for real, or is this just they're riding a wave longer than we thought they would be? I, I, I'm going to admit that I haven't watched a whole ton of Ducks games this year, but the West is the West is pretty competitive. We all know that, and the fact that they're they're tied with the St. Louis Blues for the second most points in the West, and and I've gotten a chance the last couple of weeks to see the Blues twice play the Lightning, so I know they're a very good team. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would have to say I'm sold on the Ducks. I mean, you obviously covering a team in the West may have a different opinion. Are you are you thinking that they're legit or is there still more that we need to see out of this team? No, I think they're legit in, in fact in, in the fact of that they, they could get a playoff spot. <clears throat> Do I see them staying at number one in this division? No. Uh I, I can't envision that happening. They are playing they're playing well. Um, I think they can continue that for a little while. 
But you have, I mean, Calgary is a good team, and and hopefully, like they can get back out on the ice and start playing games at a normal clip. I think you know they will unseat them, and Vegas is right there. <laughs> Vegas is just you know another every day that passes is another day where they get closer to putting Jack Eichel out on that ice, and uh, they're 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 lurking. Vegas is lurking. So you have, you know, Vegas is is in in the end. I think going to be better than the Ducks. Record-wise, I think Calgary will. And another team that I want to talk about after the break, Edmonton. What's going Mm -hmm. on with Edmonton? But first, we are going to hear from Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you are up against. Stat Hero is the first-of-its-kind daily fantasy sports platform where it is you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchup, and it's winner-take-all. The crazy part, Stat Hero shows you their lineup before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face them one-on-one. This is never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sport and sport betting, betting hybrid as Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. And why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. And with Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy sports should be one-on-one so sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey use the promo code hockey for a 100 deposit match at a stathero.com slash hockey with the promo code hockey and you get that 100 deposit match terms and conditions do apply also brought to you by stance and i did receive some stance product in the mail i don't know if you have yet but i have yeah, so uh, I got some socks and some nice boxer briefs, which I have. I just got them today, so I haven't tried them yet, but uh, they they feel pretty good in the hand. I have to say that. <laughs> so uh, they were founded in 2009, and Stance is an, is an apparel company that represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some pop culture's hottest collaborators, for the ultimate in style and self-expression, because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com. Get 15% off of your first purchase with the promo code Locked On. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Okay, back to the power rankings. And yeah, Edmonton, we liked to jump on them and and sing their praises early in the year when they had started hot. And, you know, they are one of those teams where people are going to have their arms folded until they, you know, bring a cup home. People are going to be like, you know, Sorry, we're not going to give you an inch until you you prove uh, you know you can you can go all the way. Now they are losers of six in a row. They're number eleven in our ranking, so they're just out of uh, the top ten. I had them lower. I had them a, f- a few clicks lower than eleven. 
but just overall, what's going on with with Edmonton? I think you hit the nail right on the head. I think really what it comes down to with this team is that given the market and given the two players on their team, I, I think it really comes down to that if this team is not at the top of the NHL standings, I think maybe those in Edmonton or those looking at the team are kind of looking at them and like, obviously this team's not getting it done. What's going on. And, and, but we also need to realize that this team is like any other team in the NHL. They, they go through their ups and downs, but yeah, I, I mean, when you have, then again, on the other side of that, when you have Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid, two of the best players in the world. Yeah. And you're not dominating. Cause yes, I mean, they, it, it kind of drops off in terms of once you get down the lines, but still, to have them like this, I had them a little higher just because I, I, I think I've said this before is that to have Connor McDavid, David and Dreisaitl on your team, I think you need to always rank these guys in the top five, regardless, unless, you know, they're just having mm. a Arizona coyotes type season. I dude, I don't play that game. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I always have to exact... give them the benefit of the doubt. I always But, have to give but them that's the, the exact reason why they're so they're low for me is that exact same reason you have those guys. And I'm sorry, but a, a Edmonton Oiler team should never lose six games in a row. I, I think if once you get to four games, once you lose four games in a row, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl will be like, okay, we got this. Uh, we're getting back in the win column tonight. Yeah. And and to, to, to continue to lose six games in a row with those two guys, yeah, you don't have the depth. I get that on team. And your goalie situation is a little, you know, all over the place right now. But you know those two guys could be should be able to put this team on their back and say we're we're scoring eight points tonight, we're scoring eight goals tonight, and 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 get back in the win column. I just think they're 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 too talented. You have two of the top. What would you say, Drysaitel and McDavid, top three players in the league? Top. Three, if you're listening, yeah. top three players in the league. You have two of them, and they don't even play on the same line. So for the majority of the game, those two guys are out there, and that that's a, a, a big ask for the other. That's a big matchup challenge, and and they're just you know to lose six in a row. I think is inexcusable to me. I don't know. I I I, I get why you're saying it because they're on. You know they are who they are. They're always going to be upper echelon guys. That's true, and they're producing. It's not you know. I I just feel the opposite. They they should they should be able to pull that team out from a six game losing streak. Now we kind of hit the nail on the head a couple of weeks back with the flyers and AV being on the out and possibly torts coming back. Are, are we, do we, Heard it dare? Here first. yeah, yeah. If you look, <laughs> look at, look at the timestamps. We were the first one to talk about it. Um, yeah. Do, do we dare talk about a coaching change up in Edmonton at this point? Do you think if things mm. start to be underwhelming, up at Edmonton as the season progresses, are we going to see a coaching change or is that more of an off season? No, that, that they would really need to fall off a cliff that that was, would not be able to get back up from. I, I mean, you, you go changing coaches now with, with that team, you lose, you lose the team. You know, it's different when you're, you're doing things with like, you know, the flyers in Vancouver, you know, it's not going well for them. Bruce, there it is. Can't, can't, <laughs> Bruge, no, you didn't. <laughs> um, but you know th- those teams, you're you're making changes because where else are you gonna go? Yeah. So, um, and we can talk about them. Like, look at what's happened since then, especially with Vancouver. What are they five in a row? Yeah, 
Bruce Boudreau, all five, all, five and zero oh, since he's taken over. All it takes is something like that to turn he, a team around. Just a different message in the locker room, and uh, he's a player's coach. So they moved up to twenty three. Uh, which is only a couple spots. What were they? 20, 26 last week. So um, they moved up a couple, but a couple of those games that we're talking about that they won were, you know, a couple of days ago. So they, yeah. that might not have been taken into account for this, this power ranking. But And then the Flyers are at 25. They actually moved down one, but they have won three their, in a row as well. Yeah. Winners yeah, of their so. last three, starting to pick it up. Uh Three, six, and one in their last ten. You got to chalk up probably six of those being right before uh, they 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 got on this three game winning streak. So yeah. you know, there's looks like they're starting to turn around. Still a lot of ground to make up for in the Metropolitan. And but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like going back to Edmonton. I feel like you got to give them the benefit of the doubt just because you said it yourself on any given mm-hmm. night. Connor McDavid there and, and Drysaddle are that good to where they could carry the team. We've seen what McDavid's been doing over the last month, where he just has these moments where he just skates all the way down the ice through five defenders and just just embarrasses the goaltender. I mean, the guy can't do that on every single night. It's a team sport. Well, and you know, I guess I, I mean I did mention like they they struggle with depth. Yeah. So it, you know, and and maybe I'm putting too much pressure on those two guys. They're doing everything that they can. I mean, they're still scoring points, and yeah, they're on line one and line two, um, but those aren't the only two lines that play all night. You got lines three and line four that you know maybe that's where the the disconnect is and where these other teams are taking advantage. There's nothing that they can do about that. So um, I don't know. I I, I just that's, didn't I, think that I would see a, a six game losing streak for Edmonton this year. I just didn't. I didn't think it was going to happen. What are you going to say? I, I just think that maybe. Because we spoke about this in the offseason when um, there was, you know, all that turmoil surrounding the team and Gretzky leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to chalk this up to to upper management because really, I mean, I'm looking at their lines right now. And I, I, I mean, your third line is Colton Sheever, Derek Ryan and Zach Cassian. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, then, and then Tyler Benson, Devin Shore and Kyle Turris on your fourth. So. I, I wasn't kidding when I said that after your second line with Dreisaitl, Yamamoto, and Nugent Hopkins, you don't have much to go out there. These guys kind of have to do it all themselves, and that's not a winning recipe. That's not how you win cups. Very true. All right. Um, what do we – all right, we'll, we'll, we'll hear from Primal Origin Oils and then uh, keep this conversation going. I don't know where we're going to bring it now, but <laughs> we'll talk. All right. We shall talk. We, we shall talk. Primal Origin Oils. You got beard? You better get Primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs Primal Origin Oils. Maybe you're that guy who's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with a product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look and feel healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful, harmful synthetic ingredients and with lo- a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butters that are renowned as the best feel and beard product available. All products are a fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. And the combo kits make a great holiday gift. If you are shopping for yourself, you will be glad that you did. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oil Oils challenges you to compare their products with other beard care products on the market. 
and guaranteed to be better than any beard products that you have used previously. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, you can use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Once again, that promo code is Locked On for 20% off, PrimalOriginOils.com. All right. What else we got here? So uh, maybe some teams that you think are are too low, too high, teams that you're kind of targeting for next week. Well, I want to talk about the bottom of the list because yep. finally we start to see the Islanders get the respect they deserve. They do. And when I say that, they're finally starting to move down more. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, I, 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 I mean, I think we're, we're there. I, I yeah, we can't do anything else. Like they're, that, this that's is where it. they're going to be. This is it. And I I've seen on Twitter and I've, I've obviously some of our, you know, but some of our listeners, man, I know I live in the New York area. So I'm very much here about, you know, from Islander fans and they still think that they have a chance to turn it around. No, Islanders fans, you don't. And I, and I'm with you. Like I, I would be okay with it because I want my pick my Stanley cup final to, to come to fruition. But um, I think it's time to um, understand the reality of the situation um, that you are seven, 12 and five with 19 points and it's over. <laughs> I, I, we called this in the off season. Well, I did. Cause you, you had them as your pick in the Eastern conference finals. I believe it. Yep. You can't, they don't have anybody who could score on a nightly basis. They don't. They don't. Lou Lamarillo just picks guys that he likes, mostly former Devils. And what is that proven? I mean, yeah, they've had two. But it all, all bets are off in the playoffs, and the game changes very. You play the game very dr- drastically different than what you play in the regular season. We've seen that, and the Islanders—they're a playoff team. Uh, they're built for the playoffs, but they're not built for the regular season. Well, and then, you know, your, your, uh, lightning are like that. Like, I mean, they're having a very good regular season, but the lightning are that team that it's like, we don't care what seed we are. Just get us into the playoffs and then we'll just do our thing. And I think the Islanders are are built that way a, a little bit, but, but the Islanders don't have somebody on every line that could score and play the game both ways. No. The lightning do. And no, it's a different, they it's, they're yeah. built differently for sure. Um, but you know, um, I got their stats here. <clears throat> um, so obviously Matthew Barzell is number one in scoring. He's got 17 points in the season, 17 also points on that, COVID protocol too. So, and he is, so, you know, 17 points and he's played 23 games. So you're nowhere near a point a game. Yeah. Uh, Wallstrom is, is 13 points in 24 games. Brock Nelson has 12 points in 17 games. And then you have uh, who it would, Peugeot is nine points in 23 games. So you're right. They, they lack the, the scoring power to, but you know, when you play a defensive game, sometimes you can, you can get away with that. But if your defense is off, you are screwed. And that's where they are right now. Let me see what their their goals for and goals against are because it's probably disgusting. <laughs> uh, Fifty one goals for and seventy two goals against. That's not. I, I mean, that's not a good goals for. That's. Let me see who's worse than them. Um, the only one worse than them is the Coyotes. 
is the only team worse than them in goals for goals against 72. That's not horrible. So again, like they're, they're playing defense, but um, they're not scoring <laughs> clear as day. They're not scoring. <clears throat> and and there, there's nothing on the horizon. That's going to say that's going to save them. So I, I just thought I, you know, I was holding out hope as if to say, yeah, they're not scoring right now, but something will click. Something will turn on, turn up the heat or whatever. <clears throat> it's not happening. We're mid December. Christmas is around the corner. Um, I, I was trying to pull this thing out to at least Christmas. And if there was some semblance of uh, improvement, I'd say like, I- I'm still there with the Islanders. We can maybe, you know, it's going to be a long haul. It might go up to the last game of the season where you get a, a wild card spot. Um, I'm jumping ship. Yeah. I- I'm glad that you finally had a breakthrough in your fan of, of, of the Islanders, because I didn't want to break out the letter that, that I wrote for you. Uh, Actually, over here where it says, um, "Oh, you wrote me a letter, dude. That's nice." Yes, Chris. I hate the person you become when you talk about the Islanders. Um, <laughs> that's it. But, that's, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that took you four hours to write, too, right? Four hours. <laughs> oh, and, man. And, and and it seems as though the general consensus is that they're going to make a deadline move, which. I, I, who are you going to bring in that's going to turn everything around? And by the list, yeah, pack it. But by the time, if you make a deadline move and you're still in this position, you're not going to do that. You're not making a deadline move to, to improve your standing. No, it, like call it, it, it by, by the trade deadline, pack it in. You're a good team. You're just, you just had a, a, I, a rough hand dealt. Pack it in, start, you know, make some deals for next year. Maybe get a first round pick or something for somebody. I don't know, but you yeah. can come back strong next year. I'm not I, saying this is this is going to be a rebuild for the Islanders, but I would have called time of death back in October. Just by the way, this team started. Um, yeah, but yeah, why are you going to make a, a deadline deal so you can no. finish ten points behind the the Penguins for the last you playoff spot? Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah. And look who's in their uh, division. You have Washington. You have Carolina. You have the Rangers, and you have the Penguins who are are playing better again too they've worn as a five in a row you're not yeah. catching those teams you're you're just not you're you're 21 points behind washington so um yeah that's your um what the hell is this and then i would just like to 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 throw one last team out there uh because yeah. i really got on their bandwagon the same way you got on the islanders bandwagon and they've made an absolute fool of me since then the dallas stars i really thought they were going to make a big jump and they've lost four in a row and yeah they're 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 <laughs> six and four over their last 10 so not bad but still not a good look uh for a team that's still trying to make ground in the central division. i think they're too high on our list they're number 18 on our list they did drop four spots so yeah. you know it's not a free fall and so because because they had played well they had won i think they'd won six in a row yeah that propped them up a little bit so yeah they've they, they've lost more recently so they're not going to free fall into the mid-20s they dropped four spots to to 18 which i think is the biggest drop for the week just looking over these over numbers quickly, I think it is. So yeah, but they're 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 struggling. Um, you know, they put Anton Kadobin on waivers. Uh, ben Bishop retired. Um, 
I, I, I was never sold on the stars to begin with. And I, I just think they're uh, an aging team. They have some really good young players. Don't get me yeah. wrong. They have some really, really good young players. Um, but I think this is what you're going to get from Dallas. I think you're going to get this up and down. Like they're, they're going to rattle off three or four wins in a row and follow yeah. that up with three or four losses in a row. Yeah. So. Uh, real quick before we wrap things up. Yeah. One team that you're high on that you're going to pick uh, to make the biggest jump. The biggest jump for next week. I think um, I, st- I I like how the Penguins are playing, but I mean, they're, they're winners of five in a row. So you have to kind of feel like uh, that could be, you know, that's got to come to an end at some point. But I'll tell you another team that's got five in a row and call me a homer if you want. But they're going up against the Predators. If they can beat the Predators, because the Predators are right there with them. And then on the weekend, our boys are going up against each other. Yeah. Um, if the Avs can can beat the Predators, you know, and, and you know, not, not saying like the Preds are, are competing with them, but they are in, in the division. They're right there with them in the division. And then the Avs can go on and beat the Lightning. The Avs are on fire right now. Yeah. They, they are looking like a, the dangerous, dangerous team that we knew that they could be. So they're at number eight right now. The Minnesota Wild have lost two in a row. So if the Wild lose another game or two and the Avs beat the Predators and the Lightning, um, and let me see who they got next week real quick. Um, There's their schedule. So they got the Lightning. And then where are we? Here we are. Uh, Predators, Lightning, and then kind of they get a couple easy games. They got the Red Wings and then the Sabres, but then the Bruins. So uh, I could see the Avalanche being in the top five for the first time in a while since the beginning of the season because they did not start yeah. the season well. So, uh, yeah, maybe four or five for the Avs. Yeah, uh, I, I I think I'm being a little biased here and, and a huge hater, but I think that I, I'm really a fan of how the Wild have been playing over the last couple of weeks. And I think this is going to be the first time we're going to see in a while that the Panthers fall out of the top four and the Wild take their place in that top four. Really? In the top three, excuse me. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that uh, all the teams are starting to catch up, and we'll see. We'll see if your your new bandwagon team, the uh, Florida Panthers, could could stick to it uh, <laughs> to end the season. So, but I really um, like the Wild now. I think they're a tough team, and they're what they're kind of similar in terms of they don't have just one person like the Islanders that could go out there and score. But the change with that is that a lot of guys on that team could score and play physical. Well, they do play each other on Saturday, uh, the 18th, this Saturday. Yeah, Panthers and Wild play each other um, in Minnesota. So, yeah, I mean, I'll be watching that game closely. If it's uh, a close game, you know, we'll have to see where the rankings go. But if the yeah. Wild pull away from that one and kind of – I mean, the Panthers just got blown out by the Senators. Was it eight to two, eight to three? Yeah. So is is, was that just chalk it up to a bad game? Uh, Ottawa's been Ottawa shut out my Lightning last weekend. So Ottawa's been improving. Um, (laughs) They're number twenty nine. They they moved up one spot, Uh, but they they are they're starting to win some games. So they're they're a tough opponent they're not they're not gonna win every game but they will be in every game you heard it here first people chris masilli is picking the ottawa senators to win the stanley cup this year (laughs) if the year was 2031 you would be right (laughs) 
All right. That's going to wrap it up for this week, everybody. So uh, let us know because we have uh, complete control over these power rankings. It is us and only us. Only at us. least, At least that's what you guys think. So uh, <laughs> we'll throw them up full screen on YouTube once and for all. You can get a good look at the power rankings. But we'll be back next week with a whole new set of rankings for everybody to get mad at us about. And uh, that's going to wrap it up, Danker. Yeah. Wild by a million. <laughs> Wild by a million. BetOnline.ag, that bad. Yeah. Boy. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week.